This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. Coming up. Determining punishment for a former Texas police officer convicted of murder. I'm Clayton Neville. Bernie Sanders ends up in the hospital because of a blocked artery. The president says he never wanted a moat filled with gators and snakes along the southern border. A huge surprise for a hockey super fan. Oh my gosh. Beautifully. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Thousands gathered in Harris County today to honor slain Deputy Sandeep Daliwa, who was killed in the line of duty last week. Services included a funeral, 21 gun salute, and a Sikh ceremony. San Antonio Police Spokesman Officer Doug Green has a suggestion for those looking to honor Dolly Wall. We really want to honor him today. We want to celebrate his life. So if you can do that for us, do one random act of kindness for somebody, and I'm sure that will go a long way, and Deputy Dolly Wall and his family will appreciate it. A longtime Bear County Sheriff's Deputy has been appointed Precinct 2 Constable. Bear County Commissioners today selected Sheriff's Deputy Leticia Vasquez. Commissioner Kevin Wolf says they wanted somebody to clean up the Precinct 2 Constable's office. It's not just the constable under investigation, so Leticia going into this seat is, is going to have some house cleaning to do. So does Vasquez plan to fire anyone? I'm going to go in there, interview, keep the best. Vasquez can't take over yet. and battle Precinct 2 Constable Michelle Barrientes Vela is fighting to keep her job and a court hearing is scheduled next week. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Testimony continues today in the sentencing phase of the trial for former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger following a murder conviction. Amber Geiger faces up to life in prison. The prosecution and defense focusing on the character of Jean and Geiger respectively. Geiger's sister took the stand and spoke about sexual abuse Amber suffered as a young girl. It was a man that my mother was dating and he touched her inappropriately on a few occasions. She said Geiger was quiet and reserved about the alleged abuse, but also spoke about her sister's kind-hearted nature. Jean's college best friend, Alexis Stossel, told the jury about the moment she was told Botham was dead. I called Botham seven times, and there was no answer. The minimum prison sentence for Geiger is five years. Clayton Neville, Dallas. Fair County Grand Jury has indicted a man accused of killing his wife and setting investigators on a months-long search for her remains. Andre McDonald was indicted on two felony charges related to the murder of his wife, Andrine. The indictment alleges that on February 28th of this year, Andre McDonald intentionally and knowingly caused the death of his 29-year-old wife. Murder is a first-degree felony, and McDonald could be sentenced to 5 to 99 years or life in prison. He was also indicted for tampering with evidence that was part of the investigation. Andrea McDonald's remains were located four months after her disappearance on some rural property several miles from the couple's home. Don Morgan, KTSA News. KTSA AccuWeather. Humid tonight, turning rather cloudy. Low 69 in the Hill Country and 74 along the Riverwalk. Hot and humid tomorrow. Clouds keeping away to some sun to high 93. Humid and partly cloudy tomorrow night. Low 65 at outlying areas, 72 in the city. Partly sunny on Friday and very warm with a high of 92. To recap, humid tonight, turning out rather cloudy. Low 69 at outlying areas and 74 in the city. This is meteorologist 
Bob Larson. With your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. A new book goes behind the scenes as the Trump administration struggled with immigration policy and an influx of migrants. The book depicts a week in March in which President Trump was so angry about caravans of migrants heading north that he talked about sealing off the entire U.S.-Mexico border. We'll keep it close for a long time. I'm not playing games. In Border Wars, published by CBS-owned Simon & Schuster, two New York Times reporters revealed the president privately excoriated his advisors, shouting, I ran on this. It's my issue. Mr. Trump reportedly demanded the border wall be electrified or painted black so as to become too hot to touch. The authors say he suggested building a trench filled with alligators and snakes. And the book says at one point the president spoke of shooting migrants in the legs to slow them down. Aides replied that would be illegal. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. In the Oval Office, President Trump lashed out at reporters who say he wanted to build a deadly border fence with a moat. So these two reporters wrote this book... And they said, I want a moat with alligator snakes, electrified fences, so people get electrocuted if they so much as touch the fence and spikes on top. Never said it, never thought of it. And I actually put out something on social media today. I said, I'm tough on the border, but I'm not that tough. Okay, it was a lie. Trade figures show that for three weeks earlier this year, Laredo topped Los Angeles for total incoming volume of trades into the U.S. Usually, Laredo sits at number two for total trade volume in the country after L.A. A new Forbes report says in March, Laredo's ports of entry clocked over $20 billion compared to L.A.'s ports, $19.6 billion. Laredo still registers consistently as the number one inland port in the country. Out-of-network ATM fees hit a record high, according to a new survey. When you use an ATM that's outside your banking network to take out cash, you're not just charged by that company, but you're also charged by your bank in many cases for using a foreign ATM. And according to a recent survey by Bankrate, the average total cost for an ATM withdrawal has now hit a record $4.72. That is up 33% over the last decade. That's ABC's Rebecca Jarvis. This is Texas News Radio. Hey everyone, it's Jeff Gerstman from GiantBomb.com, and I'm here with the latest from the world of video games. If the price is the thing keeping you from buying a Nintendo Switch, there's a smaller, less expensive model on the market now that might be up your alley. It's the Nintendo Switch Lite, which is out now for 200 bucks. That's $100 cheaper than the full-size model, and with that price change comes a handful of trade-offs. The Lite is a smaller device with a smaller screen, 5.5 inches to be exact. It's also just a handheld. The original Switch can dock to a TV and has removable controllers. The Switch Lite also has a better D-pad than the full-size Switch, which is nice since you can't replace it with a bolt-on third-party controller. Overall, I'm a little mixed on the Switch Lite, but a lot of that comes down to how you'd use it. If you primarily play games in front of a TV and don't really need a handheld, a full-size Switch is probably still the best option. But if you have a long commute and need something to do, you could do a lot worse than the Switch Lite. For more news and reviews from the world of video games, find me... At giantbomb.com. San Antonio Congressman Joaquin Castro says the president's trade advisor's comments could lead to civil unrest. Trump advisor Peter Navarro told Fox Business Network that the impeachment inquiry is nothing less than an attempted coup d'etat. Congressman Joaquin Castro told CNN that's highly irresponsible. That language is really obscene, uh, that Peter Navarro would make those comments. Uh, that those are the That's the kind of language that can lead to civil unrest in this country. Navarro also said he didn't know if House Democrats are more dangerous than Iranian 
Iranians or the Chinese. The FAA is now ordering more Boeing 737 models currently flying to be inspected. The concern being that cracks have been found in some highly used Boeing 737NG models. NG models include Boeing 737, 700, 800, and 900, which are being flown right now by U.S. airlines. Those cracks found on a critical wing attachment. The FAA is broadening its order for inspections and is making that inspection mandatory. That's ABC's Alex Stone. If you plan to see the move, the new Joker movie, leave the kids at home. That's the advice of the management of Alamo Drafthouse San Antonio, one of the venues where the movie Joker will be showing when it opens tomorrow. The Austin-based theater chain points out that the movie is rated R for extreme violence and lots of bad language. Joaquin Phoenix is getting some good reviews for his performance in the title role, but Alamo Drafthouse says kids won't like the movie anyway because Batman is not in it. Now, this is Fetch. Any fan of the movie Mean Girls remembers this line. That is so Fetch. Gretchen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Well, it is going to happen because a Mean Girls-inspired pop-up restaurant called Fetch is coming to Santa Monica, California. A three-course meal is available for 45 bucks on three weekends in November. Diners can enjoy things like the Just Stab Caesar salad. We should totally get Although not open on Wednesdays, the suggested dress code is pink, and there's no need to ask what day tickets go on sale. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it was. It's October 3rd. And that's tomorrow. Matt Piper, CBS News. KTSA Money News. Weak economic signals are heightening market fears of a slowing U.S. economy, and that's not good news for the stock market, which sold off for the second straight day. The Dow dropped 494 points to 26,078. The Nasdaq tumbled 123 points to 7,785. And the S&P dropped 52 points to 2887. The stock sell-off was ignited by a drop in manufacturing activity in September and picked up speed with private payroll tracker ADP reporting a weaker-than-expected gain of 135,000 jobs last month. Jason Brooks, CBS News. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. When Army veteran Jerry Flanagan, founder of J-Dog Junk Removal, needed to expand his business, he started by hiring a veteran from a VA hospital. And um, it just felt really good. And my wife and I uh, looked at each other, and it was really her idea. She said, we should franchise this, you know, which teach other veterans how to do what you do. And um, it was a pretty big risk, you know, because I don't trust that people are going to show up to someone's home and do what I do. But I did. And we went from five locations. We currently have 220. And it's all powered by military veterans and veteran families. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders is in the hospital. Last night here in Las Vegas, apparently Bernie Sanders told his aides he was not feeling well. It was decided that he should go to a, a hospital. That's when doctors apparently discovered some blockage. He underwent this procedure. We are not told right now where Bernie Sanders is. Likely it's here in Las Vegas, but for the moment, the campaign is on hold. We are not being told when they expect Sanders to resume his campaign. That CBS's Steve Futterman. A federal judge rules California's tax return law for presidential primary candidates is likely to be unconstitutional. U.S. District Judge Morrison England Jr. temporarily blocks a California state law demanding tax returns from presidential candidates as part of the requirement to be on his primary ballot for next March. 
England says the measure aimed at President Trump violates his First Amendment right to associate with voters who share his political beliefs. England says while the state's concerns are both legitimate and understandable, having the state legislature controlled by Democrats passing a law targeting a Republican president sets a dangerous precedent. State Senate Democrat Mike McGuire, the author of the law, says the judge got it wrong. I'm Tim McGuire. Politicians have spent a total of $148 million so far this year on radio and television ads. According to Ad Age Data Center, from the 1st of January through September 23rd, the top spenders have been those running in gubernatorial races, already having spent $57 million. Presidential hopefuls have spent $30 million to date, putting them in third place behind the $31 million spent on U.S. Senate races. The 2019-2020 federal election cycle is expected to generate $6 billion in political advertising. Alisa Z, NBC News Radio. Drones with artificial intelligence are monitoring the border in the Rio Grande Valley. This week, a Customs and Border Protection statement says the AI controlled counter defense drones are in place in part because drug and human smugglers are also using drones in an attempt to spot agents. The statement says CBP has six Titan drones from Citadel Defense already strategically located and operational in the Rio Grande Valley sector. This is Texas News Radio. Hot honey grilled cheese. Yes, please. From the kitchen table in New York City, I'm Rachel Ray, and this is Rach on the radio. I'm taking grilled cheese to the next level. We're going to take a couple of fat spoonfuls of chili paste to a cup of honey. Mix this together. When we're making grilled cheese, a few things to know. Moderate heat. You don't want the outside of the sandwich to burn. So we paint our bread. Then we put the painted sides out, right? Since we have mozzarella and provolone, why choose? And then we've got our hot honey. For this recipe and more food tips, go to rachelrayshow.com. From the kitchen table in New York City, I'm Rachel Ray. It's Ask Dr. Phil. Do you dread getting older? Well, stop and think about it for a minute. It beats the alternative. I mean, you could die and then you wouldn't have to worry about getting older. But the truth is, it's a natural order of life. And there are pluses and minuses to every age. You can't stop the clock by hiding behind plastic surgery and lying about your age because you think others are going to judge you because you've got a few wrinkles. Robin tells me that I twinkle between my wrinkles. And I think that's a good thing to think about. So really, you'd rather be old than not at all. For more on life strategies, log on to DrPhil.com. I'm Dr. Phil. Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, is suing a British tabloid for exposing a private conversation with her estranged father. Five of Meghan Markle's friends had told People magazine she'd written to her father begging him to stop talking to the tabloids. But when the Mail on Sunday published her actual letter, it was a step too far. I would have advised her against writing the letter because it was a racing certainty that her father would leak it. Former tabloid editor Paul Conyer. Since Meghan owns the copyright of the letter, she'll likely win that legal battle. But the wider war over how Britain's first multiracial royal is perceived and portrayed will go on. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. A couple of investigations are underway concerning an ethics complaint against the mayor of Leon Valley filed by a city council member. The council voted Monday to hire an outside attorney to review the complaint against Mayor Chris Riley filed by Councilwoman Donna Charles. 
The ethics review board will work with the lawyer. During Monday's special meeting, it came up that the complaint had been leaked and was posted on a website. That leak is the subject of a criminal investigation. Fake blood might be better than the real thing. Scientists in Japan have created artificial blood in the laboratory, and they say it's better than the real stuff. That's because it can be transfused into patients regardless of blood type. This artificial blood is complete with red blood cells, which carry oxygen, and platelets, which trigger clotting. When tested on 10 rabbits with severe blood loss, six survived. Results similar to what you would get with real blood. Jim Shanaby, CBS News. This year's NHL champs have a special honor for a fan who stood by the team through thick and thin. It was a dream come true for a young St. Louis super fan. Pretty cool, huh? I feel like I shouldn't be touching this one. <laughs> Blues players gifted 11-year-old Layla Anderson, who suffers from a rare immune disease, with a diamond and sapphire studded Stanley Cup championship ring. Oh my gosh. Beautifully. <laughs> they inscribed Layla's name in each of their own rings. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. KTSA Entertainment. Jay-Z paid a visit to Jennifer Lopez's house yesterday. The visit comes less than a week after the announcement that Lopez and Shakira will be performing at the Jay-Z curated Super Bowl halftime show. The big game airs February 2nd on Fox. Florida Georgia Line tells E.T. that they hope their next big cross-genre collaboration will be with John Mayer. Since their debut in 2012, the country superstars have teamed up with everyone from the Baxter Boys to B.B. Rexa. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, live host Kelly Ripa is 49. American Pie singer Don McLean is 74. And which English-born rocker's real name is Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner? That would be Sting, who today turns 68. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcasts and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kelty Knight. Where nuclear talks between the U.S. and North Korea go from here is unclear after the North Koreans launched a submarine-capable ballistic missile into the Sea of Japan earlier today. A U.S. official tells ABC News the weapon was not fired from a submarine, but likely an offshore platform near the coast. ABC's Louis Martinez is at the Pentagon and says negotiations were set to start up again as early as this weekend. This is something that is going to raise concern among U.S. officials because uh, there, there is the joint announcement that came out yesterday that North Korea and the United States want to hold talks. They want to resume what they call working level talks between North Korea and the United States to denuclearize North Korea. Uh, for the last three months, we've been hearing that, yes, these talks are going to be restarting and restarting. This all happened after President Trump met with uh, Kim Jong-un uh, at the demilitarized zone, the DMZ. Police are investigating after human remains were found near the UTSA campus on San Antonio's northwest side. A crew of surveyors found the skeletal remains in a wooded field on North Loop 1604 West near Babcock Road shortly before 11 o'clock yesterday morning. Investigators say the body may have been there for months. It was found with clothing and other items. The Barrett County Medical Examiner's Office will try to identify that person. Google is coming out with new privacy controls on many of its platforms. Whether it's a YouTube video you know what a harlequin is? or Google Maps, new privacy features are being rolled out. On YouTube, the auto-delete option is being expanded to set a time period to get rid of viewing history. On Google Maps, Head southeast on West 56. activity will not be saved to user accounts, and there will be a password checkup to determine if accounts have been compromised. And Google's voice assistants can be told to delete the last thing said to it. 
Steve Kathan, CBS News. A woman is filing a civil rights suit against two Tennessee sheriff's deputies claiming they forced her to be baptized instead of going to jail. The woman claims one of the Hamilton County Tennessee sheriff's deputies stripped to his underwear and baptized her in Saudi Lake in February after an illegal search. She says that search included every area of her body. The woman claims after insulting her following her admission of having marijuana, a deputy said during the search of her car, God told him to baptize her. The suit says the second deputy was called to the lake as a witness to the baptism. Lisa Carter, NBC News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. Partly cloudy this evening, mostly cloudy overnight. It'll stay warm and humid. A low is 69 in outlying areas and 74 in the city. Another hot, humid day tomorrow. Clouds to start, then partly sunny. High 93. Humid and partly cloudy tomorrow night. Low 65 in the hill country and 72 along the Riverwalk. Friday, partly sunny. Still very warm. High 92. To recap, humid tonight and warm. Turning mostly cloudy. Low 69 in the hill country and 74 along the Riverwalk. This is meteorologist Bob Larson with your KTSA Stephen Trufik AccuWeather forecast. Texas News Radio is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.